Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. One of the things that uh, we, I think many of us struggle with in when we get overwhelmed and we can't cope for whatever reason and we lose that ability to concentrate, to focus, to remember anything at all and you know to just feel like we're not functioning human beings anymore is the pressure that we put upon ourselves and we don't we often don't realize we're doing it and and that's part of the difficulty when we when we unwittingly succumb to this layering of stresses uh, many of which are external, but we start to internalize them. So we turn something which is an external pressure into something internal. And we also convince ourselves that things are way, way, way more urgent or important than they really need to be. And I suppose I'm reminded of this a little bit, which is why it's popped into my head, uh, because as I'm going through final edits in the book that I'm writing, uh, which is about secondary school education, nothing to do with menopause, but still about anxiety and mental wealth. Uh, one of the, the things that I've been talking about is how if you work in an environment, and that could be you know, a corporate environment, it could be your self-employed environment, environment, can't even say it today, or even your home environment, that there are external pressures imposed by the outside world where other people want to kind of push stuff off their plate and onto yours. And where we get overwhelmed with this, you know, this kind of comes back a little bit to people pleasing, inability to say no to things, boundaries that aren't really that well-defined that we end up in a situation where those boundaries have become so blurred that that habit we've got into of always going yep that's fine yep that's fine yep that's fine I'll do that I'll do that because we could cope suddenly leads us to this place where we, we, we can't cope and we think well I'm only doing what I've always done but it's you know it's like anything it's like if you pile up bricks high enough you know without some solid foundations eventually there will come a point where they'll the whole pile will topple and it's not because you know it's not because you know like all those other ones were fine but eventually it was going to happen so in some respects and i've said this before menopause that drop off of serotonin is really the catalyst that is that last brick that you put on and you and suddenly everything else has collapsed but i want to remind you of 
that ability we do have of, of re-engaging with that ability to push back a bit to, instead of accepting or telling yourself a story that oh, no but it's got to be done because just stop for a second and really is that true ask yourself the question is that really true and your knee-jerk response initially will be yes it's true but then ask yourself again can you categorically 100% say that there is no way in the world this could possibly be any other way it's completely true is there any other interpretation of this in the world that exists or is this totally true if there's the grain of doubt like a jury if there's any semblance of doubt then you have to say someone's innocent rather than guilty if there's doubt in your mind a tiny shred that this might not be true might just be the way you've interpreted it then you want to think about well how is that how is that making you know what what story am i, am I telling myself and quite often we come up with the most convoluted ways of justifying things and and then we we start a process where we're kind of passing the chain of anxiety down to other people and that's and that makes us feel worse and we know we do it we know that not saying no to maybe something at work or to a client when we know that we're overwhelmed and struggling to cope means that we'll push that somewhere else we'll push that into a relationship somewhere else in our lives and make it difficult for somebody else because we don't know what else to do with it and the chances are the person that gave you the problem is doing the exact same thing they're not controlling their own boundaries they're going oh where can i put this and they push it onto you and you accept it and then you have to push it somewhere else and you know it's a bit like i'm trying to think of an analogy i can kind of see it but you know, if you try to squeeze too much into uh i'm gonna say let's let's go for clothing it's the only one that comes into my head at the moment but you you try to put on an item of clothing and frankly it's too too small and you might manage to squeeze that you you know you could just about do up one button but the, the, the flesh that you've just squeezed in by doing up that one button is going to come out somewhere else and and it's a bit like that you, you know it might not come out in exactly the same place but it's going to come out somewhere and if i'm confusing you with these analogies i apologize but i'm hoping that you're having a sense some sense of it so maybe if i share the example from from what's in my head at the moment, which is what I've, the chapter I'm working on in the book, uh, editing rather. And it's where I'm relating to the fact that there's clearly government policies that you might think, well, they're incontrovertible, they're government policies. And the head teacher has to respond to them, oh goodness, I have to do this. And there are statutory requirements which they do have to comply with. But there are also kind of, fluid um as with anything there, there's kind of the edges are a little fuzzier than we sometimes think now legislation is different obviously legislation you have to comply with but there's a lot of nice to have stuff that occurs that is kind of it's what the government requires but it's not statutory it it's kind of just what most people do or or 
there's this moving feast of one day inspectors want one thing and another another inspector wants another thing and there's there's an interpretation of the rules that occurs um but you find yourself jumping up and down trying to meet every body's interpretation of the rules like you've got to meet this person's interpretation and that person's interpretation oh no now someone has come in and they've got a different interpretation now i have to meet that and in my describing that even though you may not be in a school you get that sense of how we're trying to please everybody else's version of what's required instead of stepping back for a moment and going hang on a minute and sometimes you really do need to physically step away to walk away to create some physical space to go is this is this really the only interpretation do i really need to do this and sometimes that does require pushing back and going i accept that that's how you've interpreted this however here's my view and that takes courage and when you're overwhelmed and stressed and anxious, courage is like, I have none of that. There is none. I looked in the pot and it was empty. The courage pot is empty. But as with everything that I share, it's, it's small steps. Sometimes a pot that you think is empty has more in it than you think. But it does require that whole letting go thing which i haven't referred to for a long time but is a theme you want to grasp of sometimes you let go and honest to god you tell yourself the story that if oh no but if i stop spinning all these plates if i stop this if i don't do this for that person and and this person then everything will collapse it won't it won't sometimes someone might get a bit cross maybe a bit irritable a bit frustrated but that might be as bad as it gets and sometimes some of those people just go away let's say it's a client who's really demanding and re sometimes they may go i don't want to work with you anymore they become and you and you lose a client <gasps> but if they're the biggest pain in the doodah ever and you lose them you you can that's great because it gives you that opportunity to step back and go oh, blimey the energy that i was giving to that person and that gives you the gift of space of a bit of increased clarity and encouraged to go oh wow I can, I can let go I can let go of this and maybe I'm being a little bit too abstract today with not enough concrete examples for you to get to grips with um, and partly that's because I'm extrapolating from education and rather than menopause and also I'm thinking I want to keep this episode short because I have a client in a moment. Um, but I find this with, with other people that I'm working with who run their own businesses that you think, oh no, you know, I, I see it, if I see it played out a lot, if I'm not on social media, you know, how many times a day because I need to do this and I need to do that. And they're telling themselves a story about how often they need to be doing something. When honest to God, I know there's algorithms and all that, but honest to God, nobody notices everybody's too tied up in their own lives to notice if you just drop the ball once or twice it's the pressure we put ourselves under and i put myself under pressure to do this podcast every day but you know sometimes i, I it's short because i go oh, i'm sorry but i have a, a client in five minutes so it won't it won't be long 
do you spend the rest of your day thinking about me and my podcast and whether it was 10 minutes or 20? No, no. But I could easily tell myself a story. It was really important. Always has to be 20 minutes. Everybody expects me. It's got to be at this time. Honestly, your lives are too busy to even notice. So I can take that pressure off myself and you can take pressure off yourself. And the same will be true, whether it's what time your kids get their dinner or your whatever, the same is true. So I apologize if this is short. I do have a client, uh, but I sometimes I think it's important to have episodes that don't, you know, there is no, here's the solution. Here it is, jump, off you go, sort that out then. Sometimes a lot of what we do is simply changing the way we think about things. Just going, could I think about this differently? And really, if anything, that's what this episode is about. It's about, could I think about this differently? So if you're not in the Menopause Anxiety Freedom Group on Facebook, make sure you are now. Go over there. Uh, I do these regular trainings. I'll be doing one later today. Who knows what it will be on? Maybe the same topic. Um, but those are very focused five to ten minute snippets of nuggets of things you can just about find space to think about. Uh, but also, if you're on Apple, iPhone, whatever, I, it's new to me. There's a thing called Clubhouse, which you may or may not have heard of. If you have, uh, make sure you connect with me somehow um, because I'm going to be doing, I'm not sure how often, but but maybe fortnightly or monthly um, sessions on there where you, we can actually get into conversation. You can come to a room, you can just listen, or you can ask questions. I'll be running little clinics in Clubhouse on, but you do need an Apple. So if you haven't got an app and you're on Android and you don't know what I'm talking about, it doesn't matter, honestly. But if you have and you do, make sure you look out for me because I'll be uh, running some little clinics in there. Okay, have a brilliant rest of day. Take the pressure off yourself. Enjoy the weekend and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you.